0: Oh, and welcome to campaign comrades your favorite leftist gaming podcast i am your host ben and with me as always are my co-hosts
1: i'm mike i'm matt
0: what up it's rick we have had a crazy few weeks on the game release front we are if i may speak for others in the in the chat that uh, feeling a little overwhelmed personally uh, at, at the the sheer amount of con- some of us content. just feel tarnished. Yeah, <laughs> you could say you could you could say yes, but you know I haven't even dipped my toes in and yet. It's I have my copy. It's it's uh, sitting on my shelf, but I am at this point fifty two hours into Horizon Forbidden West, and uh, I, I want to get guesses. What do you think my percentage
2: completion is? That's a solid number. I'm I'm going forty-seven. Third. Okay, okay. I'm going I'm going a little lower. I'm gonna say I'm gonna
1: say forty. Just just to say forty. I was gonna say eighteen, but I'll say twenty-two.
0: Thirty-three point three percent. Boom.
1: Price wow. of right nice. rules. Mike gets it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It it is. Uh, I ha- there's probably at least half, if if not even closer to two-thirds of the map that's still just completely covered in the fog of war. You know, it's, it's, uh, I just got like my third tall neck for those in the series. They are those who don't follow the series. It's the mechanism the that, tower. yeah, the, ta- like, uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed is the, the tower, Ubisoft you, tower you unlock <laughs> and uh, it exposes the majority of the map. And, you know, you bring up the, you know, the Ubisoft function. That's what kind of gets to my heated gaming moment for the week about Horizon, for all its improvements, like, and for all the, you know, the graphical changes, the the nuance of character interaction and character design, you know, combat is way more weighty and, like, I say this, I was saying Inverse. this a lot, I'm getting fucking, I get whacked a lot. You get hit and you get hit hard a lot, which is, like, even I'm at, like, level 35 or something. And, you know, you're still just like finding even like small machines can like, you know, one or two shot you, room you're, yeah, if you're if you're not careful. But it's, you know, so that's really rewarding that way. But then it still falls into so many of these traps of just, you know, the classic kind of open world bit. There is a nice diversity of side content, but then when you get down to it, it is a lot of the same in terms go here, of here, do this. Yeah, go here, collect this part bring it back here, find this person who's gone missing, rescue them. The the highlight ones have definitely been the ones that utilize the like the new navigation mechan- or traversal mechanics and stuff. Like I just finally got the the diving mask like maybe like 8 hours ago in terms of gameplay yeah. and like that
3: has opened up definitely a lot more. But it's well, de- it definitely feels like Uh, both of these releases have really like the, the added verticality is just like uh, probably my favorite part. Like like you've been saying the added verticality uh, really adds to the experience.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. I do. I do agree with the, the criticisms that I don't think it goes far enough in terms of the traversal in terms of the openness of the traversal. You're still limited by certain terrain paths, but you can get around that like this it's simply uh taken oh, yeah. care of by you just go in you there's a setting you can click to have the climbing things always on so that when you yeah, get so when you, you can get when you can get close enough you see them so it, it takes away a whole lot of uh the uncertainty so you can kind of plan your past. i remember
3: in zero dawn the amount of just like random jumping i did onto geometry to get to places i shouldn't be <laughs> That's like, always a- did it so many wrong ways, and like it was probably the the like slower way to do it. But because I found it, I was gonna figure out if I could actually pull it off.
2: It's always fun to just jump up a a rock a rock face.
3: Yeah, I, I solely was able to kill my
0: first thunder jaw just because I had I had that one vantage point. Matt was watching me on stream. Oh yeah, it was that just was fucking just uh just taking pot shots, peltering. At
2: her. Yeah, couldn't do anything about it. Nice find that spot they can't see you but you can see them
3: although like he could see him but like there's just enough room that you could back off and he couldn't hit you with whatever he was doing
0: and i was eventually slowly slowly peeling off all the weapons so eventually uh yeah, it was just kind of helpless
1: the one thing that both that both these new games are missing though is trans icon sneezler who puts you in a basket and climbs rock walls for you <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> is that arceus yeah yeah
2: what if, is like, One Sneezeler? of the Pokemon you could ride. It's
0: yeah, a you just, you evolution just, of Sneasel. You, you see your eyes peeking out of his in a basket.
1: basket. Yeah. Oh, on your back on its, its back cute. and it and it climbs. It's fucking fantastic.
2: Now I want a Sneasler. I don't even know what that thing is, and I want one.
1: So much sass. It's it's fantastic.
2: I'm curious to hear about you said what where do you feel the verte like? So you can't just climb up anything. It's not breath of the wild. No, and In that's that that's regard. always the okay. comparison.
0: It comes down to, and it's not. It's not something that like I, I don't like. Think it needs to be that level. Um, and I'm not super. Breath of the Wild is pretty
3: ballsy with letting players climb pretty much everything. Everything, anything. That's yeah. a yeah. That, that's a bold move because you're inviting a lot of jank. Yeah, you you do come across certain bits
0: that like um, you know, like they're maybe like a dilapidated building or something. It's like. I should be able to climb this, you know, there's, you do occasionally come across the thing where it's like, Oh, I think I, you know, you just have an intuitive sense that, yeah, I should be able to climb this. And there's, there's no little bar there and you just kind of have to go around, but compared to the first one, it's definitely way more open, but that's not really one of my major complaints. I would say it's the, I mean, I'm still enjoying, obviously I'm still putting a lot of time into it and I continue and I'm you know, plan to continue finishing it. It's just now that it, the world has really opened up, there is so much extra content um, that I still don't think does enough to be as impactful to the overall story. It does a good job of fleshing out the world. You are seeing the world that, you know, the protagonist Aloy is trying to save, but she's still, it's in terms of how it's written and all this stuff. The the character is still very far removed from from the the lives of these people, and it's like they don't have, they don't, their presence doesn't, you know, doesn't linger. The the what you're fighting for does not really stick as clear in my mind, and part of the problem, I think. Um, that I would say is my key criticism is the fact that there uh, I've, I've seen people talk about the sheer amount of dialogue that's in this game and that probably represents a large chunk of that play time but it's literally yeah, be
1: button mashing through
0: it's literally just all questions though and it's there is no impact in terms of the there is no choice in that sense like there is no impact on the the dialogue options it's just do i choose to ask more questions that could perhaps give me more information on the mission that i need to go this like this side quest that yeah maybe it makes the quest a little easier uh cuz you like you you you're getting a little bit more context a little bit more details like you know that's classic video game design but it's just i don't know there's just there's there's a there's a certain depth that i'm that I feel missing from what ends up being a majority of the game. You know, the main, the main quest line is probably the smallest at as- single aspect.
2: of the Really? Game. And that's interesting. So, all right. That's, that's interesting to hear. I have one, I have another question for you though, because personally, I don't know. I don't know how the rest of you feel. I'm not a big fan of, gameplay that takes place underwater or swimming-based gameplay. Oh, play. no. Like
3: the, the, the classic video game trope is that the water level is always the fucking worst. You got yeah. the Water Temple Ocarina of Time, you've got the uh, Great Tide Temple in Majora's Mask, you've got all of, actually, the Water Temples in all of the Zelda series. Uh, <laughs> all of the water levels in Mario suck ass.
2: Yeah. Uh, those are the ones like, that did it for me. I
1: hated the the, like Mario the, the only Marvel. game that
3: kind of gets it right is Sunshine, and, and it's I was because, just gonna say.
1: like you don't really use it, and like you have the jetpack, and you know, but, I don't yeah. know, it's more designed specifically no, well, for that. The, the classic trope is that game. water levels are. ass. Yeah. Yeah. I hated so like,
0: I hated water uh, what the water combat in say like The Witcher hated it. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. still use your crossbow, but I hate it. But no, there's like essentially no combat. Okay. And underwater, it's it's purely stealth.
2: Okay.
0: Um, the only thing you can use is your your smoke bombs that create basically. Who the like fuck's inc- fighting an inc- underwater? Cloud. Anyways, right.
1: A little you fish, know, like fish robots. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. There should a, just be stealth, anyways.
0: But yeah, there's just like there's stealth kelp, and there honestly isn't a whole lot of underwater stuff that I've gotten to.
2: Okay.
0: I've had a fair you amount. More black box. But they're 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 honestly pretty short. The controls feel pretty good though i gotta say the haptics on the i was gonna say how
3: how, when when you swim do you feel like the water
0: yeah you definitely you feel like the rippling you feel like some tension like the water tension uh
3: that's going it's
0: it's it's pretty cool when i
3: tried elden ring on the ps5 just like the added like additional of the haptics was a lot yeah just like made it so much better i just wish that it had the back paddles that my pc controller has Because then I'd be able to, then I'd be optimized with my... What are you mapping to those?
1: To the paddles? For Elden Ring, at least.
3: Um, I have uh, sprint slash dodge on one and jump on the other. So I can do both of those without taking my thumb off the camera. Yep. And then I have cycle through items
2: and cycle through spells. I'm jealous. That that would make a huge difference. So that I don't have to take those off while I'm running around.
1: The dodge and jump while you're still able to move the camera, I'm sure, is is huge.
3: It's it's amazing. It allows me so much control while kiting enemies around.
1: Yeah. All right. Sometimes it gets me
3: killed, but it's fine.
0: We've kind of we've kind of danced around it, but like, uh, you know, the last thing I'll say about Horizon, uh, you know, it seems to be the fate of this series. To be released a week prior to, you know, other landmark games that just completely leave it in the dust in terms of, uh, you know, eyeballs and uh, headlines and all that, like, you know, uh, Zero Dawn had a week before Breath of the Wild launched and hence all those comparisons you look I was like googling a little bit of it there's of course you know uh you end up in the cursed reddit thread where it's just everybody's <laughs> like you know I played zero dawn and then I went to uh breath of the wild and you had the free complete open uh you know traversal and uh climbing ability and then you went back to zero dawn they're like you know uh, why can't I climb up this rock face uh so they got all they got all salty <laughs> because of that um but then of course now with horizon forbidden west it's just you know getting completely eclipsed by elden ring matt has you know again owns both and has you know put put her uh, he had to pick his favorite child and he chose so you've been waiting for so long yeah you've put you've been uh you know balls deep shall we say in 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 elden ring since it's it came out so i cede the floor to those of you who are currently uh you know journeying in the lands
3: between i can just i'll just start out by saying that the the one thing that they've added to this game, just by jumping, I really haven't experienced like like used it that much until I got to Stormville Castle and realized that I can now explore everything.
1: On oh, you couldn't jump. Like, I went in out to Cold a balcony Souls? that
3: in traditional Dark Souls. I
0: can't believe that with all like with how much like you know the you know relatively acrobatic maneuvering is to the series that there's no jump function that was wild to me to learn Sekiro
3: was the first one to add a jump and bring that over here was like definitely one of those big influences got it but like just the fact like I went into Stormvale Castle and walked out onto this balcony and in traditional Dark Souls that would have been either okay there's an item out here and I'm done and I turn around and I go back But I looked and I was like, oh, I can probably jump up onto that ledge. And I like jumped up onto the ledge and I was like, oh, and I can follow this over here. And like, oh, I'm now like climbing over here onto this roof and oh, look, another item. And like the, the amount of traversal and just expanse that you can have for the legacy dungeons and the open world, just by adding that one little jump is crazy. Like it,
1: Okay, I've done so much existence. exploring of
3: Stormville Castle and haven't even like, I don't, I don't even feel <laughs> it's literally another dimension. Yet. It's literally another yeah. dimension
0: of gameplay possibilities. But as an experienced player though, Matt, what, what,
3: uh, what are, what's, your, what's your verdict so far? In the, the, the crazy thing about this game, man, is like I see elements from every single game they've made strung throughout here. We've got catacombs that remind me of the Chalice Dungeons from Bloodborne. Uh, you've got um characters who remind me of ca- various characters we've seen throughout the series. I've I met Patches in uh Murkwater Cave. Have you been
2: to Murkwater Cave yet, by the way? Yeah, and meet I Patches, I did meet Patches and I did oh not God, show man. him he's, mercy. He's, uh, Patches, I probably, probably killed, killed him. Off. I did. Patches are hooligan. <laughs>
3: oh man, you killed Patches.
2: I did. He's a merchant. <laughs> I did. I, I just. I straight up murdered his ass. He attacked. He becomes me. a merchant later. That's know. hilarious. I found that out after I. I just. It's okay. I ended him. Uh, the patches pe- is a the, per- the
0: perils of role playing games,
3: right?
2: Sure is. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: No, patches
0: is a but dickface. Uh,
3: he's been in every game, and in every game, he's been an asshole. So, like, <laughs> you- <laughs> Like, like in each game, he's like standing by and he's like, oh, look, there's treasure down there. And then you look and he like kicks you down the hole and you're like, Amazing. oh, cool, thanks, Patches. <laughs> Patches.
1: Fuck you, Patches.
3: And you find out that the treasure were bodies that he'd kicked down there.
2: <laughs> yeah, just just some skeletons. I do think it's funny that when talking about Horizon being released right around these games, is not only is it just released a week apart from two historically great games, but... I have seen so many comparisons of Elden Ring to Breath of the Wild that it's it's almost like, uh, yeah, it's somehow no climbing, found just the two the two greatest like open world RPGs that have come out in the last five years come out a week after the, the Horizon games do is is really funny. To and
3: me. you know what the worst part is? Elden Ring was supposed to come out first. Yeah, yeah. Elden Ring was January originally, so it would have been like january well, actually, well, no, but, month. well no but then still
0: horizon was supposed to be last year so i mean yeah it was all it's you know it's all fucked up you know but like whoever signed off on that you know on the horizon side of things whoever signed off on that you know like eesh
3: i like to imagine it like they, they signed that. off on like, that yes, we're ready and then they like turn on the news and the news are like george rr R. martin and from software <laughs> releasing elden Ring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we've locked it we've locked in our date we've got no competition it's looking wide open yeah, we're exactly. not going to have a repeat of last time <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah Good on was- from software that was you know smart <laughs> marketing on their part like let this game like everyone get their their willies out with it on, uh, on horizon for a bit and then bam Elden Ring
3: there's just everything, like every game in the series is in here, and you can see it, and it's like lovingly placed together and crafted into this beautiful open world. It's beautiful to
1: watch. Like I haven't been playing, but I've I've watched Matt play. Directly. I promise
3: you, you could play
1: this game. Oh, I'm sure I can. I just don't have the time right now. I've become an I actual I'm Twitch just saying, like, user,
0: like by actually yeah. watch going and seeking people to watch uh, play Elden
1: Ring. It's wild to Same. me. No, I'm really excited to play it once I have the time. Like I am going to pour hours into it because I, I'm really excited to play.
0: Yeah, it's the same and, thing. I'm I'm super pumped, but like again, I, I, we talked about this the other night on stream. I with how much time and effort I've now put into yeah, Horizon, got, I'm gotta going to have a, to a
3: palate cleanser. Yeah,
0: I gotta. I need something short. I need something a little tasty treat to you know throw throw in there in between before I sink my teeth into another hundred hour that, game. That's what
3: I think I'm gonna try to do with a. Uh, the like classic uh, Final Fantasy pixel remasters. Like I think I'll do Final Fantasy Two next, and that'll be my like palate cleanser. Good idea. Like a nice like fifteen hour JRPG.
1: You want a palate cleanser and take the uh, bar for me, so I can play video games. <laughs>
2: You're I don't think you'd like to. that <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, i don't be, know
1: i mean it'd be sweet I, I would just turn lawyers. in a bunch
3: of equations and schematics yeah go, go, Honestly, go they'd, be, in they'd be
0: impressed go in and just do pick c every time and uh, you know statistically <laughs>
3: you're you're bound
1: to do yeah. okay,
3: okay. One, one of my uh, engineering classmates did that for the fe exam and he did not pass <laughs> <laughs> <That> sounds <laughs> about right. sounds
1: about right
3: he went in Took thirty minutes to answer all C's and then left. That's a lot of time, a, like eight-hour
1: exam. <laughs> oh, okay,
3: a lot that's of a lot, questions. That's a lot of bubbles. Yeah. That's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah.
2: bubbles to fill in. It's <laughs> a lot of questions. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, no, in my experience, I've not played. I've not played any from software games really, except for maybe two hours of Bloodborne. Uh, and you didn't play the Jedi
1: Fallen Order, did you? Because like that's my only connection to from software games of that being similar.
3: Yeah, style. no, I I played Jedi. <laughs> an ea copy yeah, yeah exactly EA's
2: closest souls born uh souls yeah. game but i do i do see matt what you mean about this game bringing all of the best parts of prior from software games into just like one complete package and they've they've even i think i saw some interviews with uh i'm gonna mess up his name miziaki is that it uh miyazaki miyazaki yeah you can just say was, god <laughs> and, and he was it. he was essentially saying, even from his aspect, this was kind of a culmination of all of their prior work. Yeah, um, and I also think, like, you know, so there's
3: a, a tiny thing that I like the Stone Sword keys. Yeah, those are just uh, Pharaoh's lockstones from Dark Souls Two, and that's like a really cool little, uh, like callback to a neat feature from a game that wasn't really that fun.
2: Yeah, and then. The other thing that I have really liked is that it's just of the recent games, I know there's been some issues technically, but this game feels, yeah, you know, those, those are pretty modern from my perspective. They've been very minor, Uh, but this feels like like a very, a a
3: couple of the complaints I understand. Like, yeah, more visual settings would be nice. They'll probably bring those in later. Um, The ultra wide game. Yeah. Yeah. Ultra wide support was something that did exist, I believe, in the network test, but they took it out. And I believe that's probably because they want to get the stability right before they add uh, another layer. I'm sure that'll come. Uh, The only thing I'm sure will not come is the above 60 frames support, which people keep asking about. And that's just because with the, the invasion mechanic, if you have someone who's playing at 144 frames and someone who's playing at 60 frames, that's a that's a frame right. imbalance where they're going to have a, a huge advantage and they're probably going to want to keep that as minimal. Have you guys had any issues
0: with the console version on with, with the frame rate issues? That's the main thing I've heard about. It's like, it's you, the only way to to get like a consistent 60 FPS on console is running the PS4 version on ps 4 Yeah. Because it has
3: less visual density.
2: Yeah and i mean i've played i've i've so there's two settings on the ps5 mode there's like a quality performance and yeah, fidelity or whatever yeah, exactly it's like quality and i forget what the other one is i've i've played on them both honestly i haven't noticed i haven't noticed any diff really any major difference between the two uh the only real issue i've had is pop in uh just yeah. occasionally but as, as someone who's played happen. both
0: there's a good amount of pop in someone who's played both with the Horizon.
3: PS5 and the pc uh My PS5 experience with the the 60 frames mode was it definitely wasn't a full 60. Uh, It was definitely somewhere in the mid 50s, low 50s, but I didn't really have that many dips or anything. It felt pretty consistent. Yeah. Like, yeah, pop in was the only real thing I noticed on the PS5 one that was definitely worse than my PC. My PC definitely had much less pop in, but my PC is also uh, playing 4K high settings, Um, and I'm... I'm usually sitting around 60 frames and I'll dip to the low fifties occasionally. But once you go into a, like an enclosed place, it's a locked 60 immediately because it doesn't have to render the world around it. Yeah. Which is what happens, which is why when you go in and out of uh, interiors and exteriors, there's a quick like dip and then up because it's got to re-render the world.
1: But I think to Rick, you're kind of getting at this point earlier with uh, Elden ring. And, you know, we could say it with horizon too. Like, this was kind of new in the past few years of getting a, a, like a big title game that's complete at launch. Like, you know, look at all the other big, you know, games that have come out, Cyberpunk, uh, even like what Battlefield 40 for 2044, whatever 42. the fuck it is, 42. Like, you know, we were just getting all these incomplete games. And, you know, we talked about Horizon being pushed back uh, Elden Cyberpunk put back. out their
3: uh, their next gen patch a year after release
1: at least. Yeah, right? good for you. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I I find it just interesting that you know, especially with Elden Ring, which is such you know has been so popular and such a huge game, um, and so well done. Like the fact, you know, it's like surprising almost to. To have a fully completed game that, you know, obviously it has some hiccups, but I think that that's something that's going to happen with a big game patches in one week. Like, yeah, that's really that's nuts. Yeah. Well, and like we're at a point in technology, I think that like that's just going to happen like you're going to be able to patch it quickly like that. And there's going to be little hiccups that you can't account for. They they had a day
3: one patch. They had a patch that was out the Saturday morning right after to help fix performance. Mm hmm. With the shaders like that was yeah and that, like those don't are, really are all see like that. minor
1: things and like you know performance things not like the fucking game just like doesn't have graphics or like you know the NPCs are fucking textures don't load yeah, yeah like you know the, the game still runs and runs like well you know it's, it's a new game though and it's a huge game so it's obviously I, I remember when hiccups.
3: the big cry was uh, in when the Final Fantasy 7 remake released and there was one one instance of a frame a texture not loading in proper on the back of a door that you see exactly once and then never yep. see again and they were like oh my god it's just completely broken broken <laughs> broken
0: game, broken game. <laughs> 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 my immersion is lost like
2: <laughs> i mean i do think it's interesting and and i think the thing that is funny about this is you see all these companies like then griping when their games get poorly reviewed and they're like oh what could we've done blah, blah, blah. like we're trying we're trying like look at the halo look at the halo right. discourse with their developers being like you're asking oh my for God. too much when they're promoting the, a game as the, a service the that halo reddit is a
3: cesspool right now yeah, it's, it's so sad
2: like, these are not like and then you see this stuff get released and it's released as a as a game that's you know it is finished these are minor yes. issues these are things that yeah. that they're fixing pretty quickly these are finished games and they're getting that's, good reviews and it's like oh that's i wonder what's what been talked about a lot
3: is. on reddit is someone who browses reddit uh or resident so, you know, reddit a lot, a lot of people res- are like well how come it's City got go. like such a high score if it's got these performance like hiccups it's like because it's, it's got hiccups. such a high score because it's a good game
2: yeah, and those like, are just hiccups. You can it's look past hiccups game. for
3: for a game that can get past hiccups, and this game doesn't. You
2: anyway, it's like again, none of these hiccups are game breaking. None yeah. of them are game breaking. It's. Like I've had one crash. I've had one crash
3: on PC, and it was on my second day.
2: That's less crashes than I have. It was a, it was a classic from
3: software
1: engine crash,
3: and it's like it's fine because I've I've had that crash happen before in other games, and
1: <laughs> yeah. And it hasn't happened again in however many, you know, hours of gameplay you've put into both versions that you own.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a very, like, particular thing to have happen. Like, I would have to be very, like, I would have to want to do it again, essentially. I would have to be trying.
1: Yeah, so I I mean, you know, you bring up a point, a good point, Rick, of like... uh you know, even Battlefield, EA or not EA, whatever, Dice. fucking it's makes EA Battlefield, and, DICE, a- EA and, and Dice, DICE. Yeah. Uh, complaining that like you know, uh, Halo was the reason that they didn't do well. And it's like no, oh yeah, it's, it's not Halo's fault that Halo. they made a good game, and then it was <laughs> yeah. But that, then you look that, at the Halo community, and you're like, are you sure you want to compare to this right now? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I mean, you know, Halo. I mean, that's probably a bad example, but it's like you can't blame another fucking studio that put out you know a better game than you for the reasons you're failing. Like yours, yours no, is failing because you, you, put you don't out blame them outright.
3: You just buy them later and then spite and, them.
2: And, yeah. And the the silly thing about all of that is there was some good initial like discussion and dialogue about halo when it was released and people did praise it a little bit like, yeah, you guys delayed and this is actually good, but we're a mm-hmm. month out and it's in that actually now we've seen, isn't the case because they don't have any of the shit they said they would be including now yep. three months after release because it's a game. As yeah. A service. So that's, that's I like, saw
3: some, there was a thread on the halo uh, subreddit that brought up that they were promised that they would have a roadmap at the end of January. Yeah. And they brought up that it's been exactly a month now since they were promised they would actually have a roadmap, and they've heard nothing about it since.
2: Yeah, they don't even have a roadmap. It's it's pretty crazy. Oh, speaking but, speaking of live service games, roadmap, quick, how quick, do you have content plan?
0: Quick diversion. Did you guys like see the absolute flop of um, Babylon? Babylon fall. Yeah, the who the square six hundred and fifty yeah.
3: concurrent players. Oof.
0: Oof. Oh my god! Uh, I, I that is just on Steam. So there could be more, but uh, <laughs> oh, oh, so bad! And again, it's a, another broken, incomplete game. Not worth that- not worth talking about anymore. I just thought it was fun. Well, well yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, worth talking about, and not the game specifically, but in the sense, uh, you know, we've talked about this in other episodes or episodes that are going to be coming out. I don't remember our schedule, but like, you know, it, it, it you know, the line goes up. You know, they they make their money off it or you know, their stock prices go up because they've released the new game. So I mean, the Babylon's bottom Fall line is-
3: could be a, a good ill omen though, because that's platinum games who generally make good games. That's like Bayonetta and all of them.
1: Uh-huh. yeah but i mean like it doesn't uh, matter the, but they, the game itself that, that's them like,
3: trying to do a live service game and it not going well so maybe that'll like pump the brakes on a couple studios yeah, doing hey, hey, live yeah
0: service maybe bullshit. maybe we shouldn't do that maybe this this whole this whole model maybe our games don't translate to way that, too volatile that, that
3: well
1: but, but that does you know we've discussed this before like in our capitalist uh sh- you know structure of the economy that doesn't fucking matter like well, as, as long as the line goes up, as long as the shareholder value goes up, because you made a game, doesn't matter if the game is like successful as a game, it's successful as a stock driver. Um, so like, you know, maybe, maybe they slightly change their business model, or maybe they throw in a, a regular game instead of doing all games as services. But like, like we said before, it's not, it's never going to go away. Were they
2: charging month are they charging monthly for that how is that what is that model or is it a one time fee does anyone know i don't know cuz like this is something else we've talked about but what babylon's fall yeah is is Babylon, yeah do you know what babylon's fall i believe fall? it's
3: just an upfront cost and then you pay for expansions
2: yeah so like depending on their pre-sale numbers they don't give a fuck and it's that's $60 why these,
3: on
0: steam there you 60? go 60 Sixty dollars yeah. on Steam. So as they long as they
2: as long as they hyped it up, up enough to sell enough pre-sales, they could give a shit less. Like that's part of why the pre-sale shit is so is so awful. Like they don't care if they get their numbers before the game's released. That's why Project Red did what they did.
3: Babylon's fall marketing gave me the worst two vibes combined. It was uh we had Godfall and mm. we had um what was Square Enix's live service bullshit? Outriders.
0: Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about their uh, their Marvel's Avengers game. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what I thought. No, no we, talk about. We, don't we don't talk, talk about, about that. that. That's, yeah, not- that doesn't <laughs> exist. that's like season two of True Detective. You don't talk about that.
2: They're still releasing yeah. content for it this year.
3: Marvel? Yeah, yep. gated content, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. uh, PS5 only uh, Spider Man and Black Panther or something like that? No, yeah, I'd is- seen the.
2: This is a, they've, they've gotten past that shit. This is now for anyone, but you, you have to pay for it. It's still like DLC. It's not free.
3: I I love paid DLC to games that aren't doing well. Yeah. It's really funny. It's like, it's like code vein, code vein released. And it was like pretty decently reviewed. And then they're like, Oh, uh, here's one DLC. And the fans like, eh, this DLC was okay. I guess it was like quick. So like, hopefully your next one, like is better. The second one came out, it was like, uh, eh, that was the same, I guess. And then they released the third one. We're like, we're not buying it if it's just, yep, it's the
1: same. Well, and like, you know, we've probably discussed this before, but look at the, you know, we, we've talked about labor in gaming and like the crunch and the underpaid developers and things like that and just like the exploitative practices. So that's, they don't care. It's not costing these companies much to make a game in the grand scheme of things because of their exploitive practices. So like, regardless, they're probably going to make some sort of profit. And, you know, again, like we've said, we live in a shareholder economy where that's what matters. Driving the price of shareholder, you know, the stock value up uh, is what makes your company successful. So you know that's why we've seen these big studios that still are making profits of like 30 million or the fucking CEO is walking away with millions of dollars, but they're still, you know, underpaying their staff, exploiting, you know, long hours and just putting out shitty games. Except Elden Ring, which I don't know their their practices, you know, their labor yeah. practices, but but they did put out a fucking a good game and you know, they are giving like giving their that...
0: employees a raise because of Yeah,
1: that. that's what I was
2: going to say. They're really? giving their developers okay. a raise. So Bamco. Can, that's cool. Can, yeah, b- we, can hope, we can all hope. We can that uh, from software's you know success on the market maybe helps drive it. I mean, I probably won't, but there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think the it right
2: will. Maybe.
1: Dear Bandai, I hope the
3: success of this game teaches you to. Um, can you please take your logo and put it on a dark background so it doesn't blind me every time it comes onto my screen? <laughs> My no, TV's like, got like a thousand nit brightness or something like that, like HDR. So, every time that bright white screen yeah, comes just on, whole
2: I'm white. being blasted. The
1: spotlight. No, but I, I, so I think like if there's any effect of like Elden Ring on the gaming market, if we were to like look at that, like the success of putting out a full game that just only has some hiccups and is like a very good game that, you know, uh, people are searching out random twitch streamers just to to watch uh you know someone play some elden ring Um, yeah i i opened twitch up the other morning to see how our stream did i think it was this morning
3: and like a couple of the streamers i used to watch that played overwatch were all playing elden ring it it felt like 2017 for a second
1: yeah well and so I think if there is like a market, uh, effect, it's not, it's never going to be at the big name studios. Maybe, you know, this, this gives more leverage for like indie studios to practice these types of, uh, you know, like Elden link ring type practices and, and, you know, uh, pay their employees better and make good games. But, you know, like Activision, EA, like all these fucking places, it's not Microsoft. It's not going to change the success no. of Elden Ring will not change. I mean, if, model. if
3: anyone thinks Microsoft is going to change the studios they're buying, just look at what they've done with 343.
2: What have they done? I'm not familiar. That's, that's, the, that's, Halo the, show. that's, that's the, the Halo That's the Halo oh, yeah. they've had for three games now. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And they three, just four, happen four, three, to be Halo the now. worst
3: three games in the series.
2: Well, like, and then, Mike, to just to your point, though, what, what's going to happen is they're not going to, no one's going to follow the model, but they're going to look at the game and they're going to say, Ooh, what are the gameplay elements that people thought made this game so good? And then they're yeah. just gonna ape them and we're just gonna get all of these like, you know, lesser right. made. No, that, that's Elden yeah Ring, that's, you know, that's a great that's a great point. Right. That's a great point.
3: I, I, that- I don't want copies. I'm I don't like copies. That's what
0: leads me to my question. Um, and I think which is gonna be the source for a future episode on like the history and development of open world games because um, that's just like what the reality is like what do you so what do you guys feel with these these new games on the state of open world games because for the longest time you know it's just like any open world game is the ubisoft model you know and we've said that even like games like horizon that are you know kind of that are breaking ground in some ways are still tied, are still the ubisoft are model. still tied to that 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 look of it so where do, where does elden ring uh come into play what yeah where where do you think that that that's going to become the new the new standard that so like, everything is based off
3: of. the, the only thing that they have and it's not really like towers it's kind of like towers i guess the map pieces. is there's these obelisks yeah. where you can pick up map fragments and then that gives you the sections of the map and if you don't have that section of the map you can still see where the obelisk is so you can make your way towards it yeah like that's the only like tower-ish mechanic you'd see in there but i don't really see a lot of the other typical ubi there's no clutter on the mini map there's no a thousand icons to go run to the horizon Um, mini map oh my
0: god or the horizon map is so dense there's so much (laughs) shit there well
1: and so i don't know if i have like a you know what is going to happen in the future like what elden ring and how it'll affect open world but i think we've kind of been discussing um at least one very impactful game on all open world games and that was breath of the wild and like we've seen how studios have just been like picking and choosing you know different elements from a game like that um you know even looking at pokemon arceus like that's a fucking breath of the wild uh souls you know combo uh game so i you know, I we definitely at least have, uh, or my point is, we have like a model to look at, or like something very recent that has been uh, a a great source of um, gameplay. You know, to pick and choose from um, that's been like picked at and, and thrown into other various games um, at different levels. Uh, Who can forget Breath of the, Wild.
3: The, the the battle with great Snorlax Agahead? Um, <laughs>
2: One thing I think is is interesting that, that we've touched on is the idea of the towers and and map fragments and, and things like that. And that's something that I think, you know, we all find it kind of a trope at this point. You know, that's that's kind of become the mechanic. But I also don't know that there's much of a different way you can do something yeah. like that. Like, there's only so much you can do to like have a concealed map that gets revealed. So those yeah. th- that thing I'm, I'm kind of okay with. One thing that I do mm-hmm. think is going to come about uh, out of this well at least that I hope is the idea of not having such a cluttered map or having a map at all and it's something that um, I actually realized I really was enjoying when I played Ghost of Tsushima because that game didn't have a uh, like a HUD, a heads up display, it, it like just mini, had the, like the mini
0: map, yeah. Right, there no, is I, no that mini is, map. that is a huge thing. I really don't like mini maps because you end up playing the mini map, you end up, yeah, right. you,
3: you end up looking at the mini map and trying to get places instead of looking at the map and trying to go I think where was, you think it should uh, be.
0: Somebody at Bethesda who, like, I, I, I watched some interview where they're talking about like w- what they wanted to defer elder scrolls and it's like they they came up with the thing that's now also been used in games like god of war where you have like the the compass rose at the top that just that you know that moves elden ring still has the compass rose but the
3: only thing the compass rose can guide you to are your lost runes okay and i believe if you put a marker down on the map yes it it can uh, yeah
0: no like that was something i wished that i could get rid of in um the witcher because You know, that's I felt like there's so much I'm missing in the world Mm -hmm. because as I'm running throughout it, my eyes are solely on the mini map.
2: It makes it just makes exploration feel less organic. Right. I mean, you actually like like, it's it's like you are
0: coming upon something for the first time. Yeah.
3: The, the lack of mini-map just makes it feel like an actual adventure, if that right, like, as cheesy right. as that sounds. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I... Like, it I feels like when I go to the map, I'm pulling out a map and I'm looking. Because there's, like, I'm just looking at a map with that shows, you know, you are here. Mm-hmm.
1: Slightly different, but along the same lines. Even driving in Forza, I don't like the mini-map sometimes just because I end up looking at, like, this very tiny... Thing. Like i'm just driving with like my fucking google maps open essentially right. and following the road that way rather than you know forza is i think a pretty game so like i enjoy the the scenery so you know i, I think that uh you know the the mini maps are definitely an issue
2: absolutely half of forza is the is how they've made the landscape pretty i think yeah. that's that's another another good example of where the mini map is just distracting so that's something that i've really come to appreciate in in the open world games, and and it's I think it's interesting that the only open world games I've played all the way through, or or you know feel continually engaged with recently, are the ones that don't do this. Ghost of Tsushima, I finished. That game was fun. Exploring was fun. I completed the game. Elden or Elden Ring, I have full plans to complete the game. It'll probably be you know August when that happens at this rate, but it's it's keeping me
0: engaged. Happen. So as a new player, though, Rick, how are how are your thoughts? Because uh, there's there is a, a bit of like, you know, the discourse that I feel like we are somewhat obligated to at least dip our toes in. But like, I'll, I'll let you go for it because there's I've had one little pet peeve, but I'll with with the, the surrounding discourse, but I'll let you go.
2: OK, that's that's fair. So I know, you know, this uh, this podcast, three fourths of it has previously been you know, borderline soul haters. I wouldn't say fully soul haters, but we've all, I we've was all largely
0: ambivalent. Yeah, it was ambivalent all
2: right i guess it was just me because i had a poor experience say, i'd never bloodborne. played
0: and it was just like to me it was yeah, like I oh played. i just i mean st- me.
3: starting out in bloodborne is a good way to get your ass kicked for
2: a <laughs> yeah blood bloodborne bloodborne really really fucked with my confidence i was like man i suck at gaming i can't even get through the f- I, <laughs> I, I, you have to
3: understand that bloodborne is so much faster than all the other games so like fast. the speed of bloodborne is crazy
2: no, that and that's what I was concerned about. And and from my perspective, I mean, the gameplay is challenging, and uh, but it's fair. Like everyone says that about these games. I didn't feel that way playing Bloodborne. I will freely admit, I spent like probably two hours just trying to kill the first three guys over and over again, and then I quit that game because I was done. That was just too long to even to have to not to not get past literally the first area was incredibly frustrating. But this game does two things that has avoided that. And one of them is the combat is slower than Bloodborne, for sure. That Bloodborne combat was yeah. crazy fast. And I, this, I now realize this that. This
3: combat speed is more like Sekiro
2: with a little bit of Dark Souls 3. Yeah, so the speed is feels more manageable. And then the ability to run away. In prior Souls games, you couldn't just run away it's it's they were so much more linear and maybe matt you can speak you can correct me if i'm wrong about that but the ability to to
3: an extent um especially like demon souls is very linear because it's it's very much broken up into the world like world 1 1 world 1 2 world 1 3 world 2 1 world 2 2 world 2 3 uh broken off of a mini hub uh dark souls the original dark souls um It's sort of open-ish world-ish because you have choices in which way you can go and you can explore in different directions, but they are very much interconnected linear sections with uh, maze-like exploration inside, but they are not like a true open environment that you can go and explore. There are definitely death boxes if you jump off certain areas um, and whatnot. Dark Souls 2 and 3, very much the same, a little less interconnected, a little more linear in Dark Souls 3. Uh, that was always a big complaint for me, at least. Dark Souls 3 got very linear. Sekiro is, again, kind of like Dark Souls 1, but uh, not, not, again, true open world, same with Bloodborne.
2: Yeah, and I think the other thing that I've that has made this one more palatable to those of us who felt like difficulty might be an issue is that you can find a spot to grind that you have either no issue with the enemies for the most part, or there's even spots where you can grind and not have to fight. You just yeah, like a, a, you, you, can a just, you can just you can just summon
3: a ball and run yeah, away, and
2: you just run away from it. It rolls off the edge, and you get a decent amount of runes. I
3: I did that, yeah. and at one point I gained fifteen thousand souls. Oh, wow. I don't know what happened. That's
2: awesome. Jeez. that's that's awesome yeah but you've been trying to replicate it and it hasn't replicated <laughs> i'm jealous but yeah so like you can farm pretty effectively and and get yourself to a point where then combat that was difficult is now a lot
1: more easy yeah
3: the early in the game i would just run by all the giants because i didn't want to mess with them yeah. uh at this point i go through the hillside and farm uh, i think there's like a group of six of them on one side yeah, and alive. i'll just go through and farm them just Willy nilly with magic because they can't do anything about it because they're silly giants. And I'm a man with thumbs and intelligence.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then they started a big point. I love that they do damage to each other. The fact that enemies hurt, hurt themselves in big groups is awesome. It's fair. It is fair. It is fair. And I will say I, I had Matt, you were right. The, the feeling of beating a boss in this game, I still haven't even beat the first like real boss but I beat the first like I mean, sub technically, boss. Margie is, is is it a real boss? Is I guess it's yeah. a real boss? Sure. We'll count. Mar- Mar-
3: Margie's the hardest first boss in the series.
2: All right. So we like beating beating Margot like that. Wow. What a high. What a high. Like, I could have I could have run like a mile in five minutes right after doing that. Yeah, you went, you went
3: and beat Tree Sentinel right
0: after. It took you a handful of tries, too. Yeah, oh, I mean
3: you did it on stream. I was watching. Yeah. That's pretty typical. Like that's usually how they go. It mm-hmm. takes like just figuring out what the combos mean. And it's just pattern recognition to a certain point.
2: That and just getting your timing down with your weapons. The It yeah. has its own cadence to like the time between actually triggering an attack and the attack being made in the game. Um, which is, com- you know, like a lot of RPGs that don't have the Assassin's Creed type combat. You got to get used to that. Uh, yeah
3: there's the the stamina manage management in combat is always like that's a staple and that's why the slower games always uh they're a little easier to get into than bloodborne because it's so much faster and the the stamina goes away so much quicker
2: yeah but i think you know the combat the game itself is is all fantastic it was uh i was casting 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 yeah i really enjoy casting as well and i i i was nervous heading into it but um you're, just, gonna,
3: you're gonna
0: upset the hardcore gamers. You're gonna say, you know, if it's not <laughs> if it's not Dex or strength, mode. you're you're doing easy mode. <laughs> easy mode. So we uh, were mentioning. Easy mode. Mentioning watching, None of you watching, have mage watching, builds. Oh, yeah, watching Hassan stream earlier, and he only, I I feel like he's only somewhat being serious, but it's like, yeah, it's like mages fuck off. Like only talk to me if you're doing a strength build, because he's doing a Dex. This is one of the memes. Yeah um
3: but like as or as as matt calls them the unga bunga builds strength builds <laughs> uh, you, you put on the heaviest armor and you just face tank hits from bosses while just trading with a giant fucking club
2: uh, i was but, watching hassan and and he he's uh, he's doing major damage with his yeah his you, you
1: can absolutely got the katana
3: yeah bleed bleed damage is crazy on the katanas uh yeah um so my my little pet peeve in like the
0: coverage it's mainly just like a language thing but like you, you're seeing every article it's like oh elden ring is the most accessible uh souls game ever it's the most it's say it's it's more accessible than ever and it's just i know it's it is just kind of semantic difference but i think it's it is important um where uh, there's a difference between approachability and accessibility. I think it say what they are, what they're meaning is this is the most approachable game. Cause then when you get to actual disability advocates and people who actually work in making games accessible, you find out pretty, pretty quickly that uh, even uh, a game like Elden Ring that we were saying, we were just lauding, you know, for being quote unquote complete and, you know, a good game lacks some pretty fundamental accessibility options, you know, like colorblind settings, menu narration, simple kind of stuff like that. But like, I've seen some people go further saying that there is a whole lot more that could be done for Soul's particular genre. And it has a lot to do with the heaviness of dodge parry, uh, that kind of mechanic. And it it's how there is not enough done. And they're not, this is not a problem solely with from soft or elden ring this is this is an industry problem uh without a doubt um but making they they made a cool example and actually say mike you brought up jedi fallen order this uh this one disability advocate um his name is uh, sightless combat shout uh combat with a k shout him out um mentions jedi fallen order as having uh, gone the furthest for uh accessibility in terms of dodge mechanics the th- the use of uh audio cues, um different like you know different attacks that require a dodge a roll or you know a parry have different sounds that you can learn to pattern recognize and i th- there is it's w- without a doubt you know true accessibility for any game you know requires your core development philosophy to be you know built around its implementation but then with you get like, you know, the bad faith, uh, you know, Chud Souls players who are like, you know, oh, you change those things, you're going to compromise the artistic vision. And I think that's fucking, you know, absolutely idiotic for, you know, these things that are essentially entirely optional features for the end user. You know, all these, these proposed accessibility things are things you can click on and off in the fucking menu. Um, although not if you are, are, you know, are sight impaired and there's no fucking menu narration. That's my spiel. Two
1: two things I want to bring up there. One, are you surprised that video game journalists are not using uh, proper language? (laughs) Absolutely not. So, so that out there. Uh, Two, this is just something in the industry that always kind of perplexed me because a lot of, uh, not that other areas do this well, but... My background as a teacher, and I would wonder, Matt, if uh this is similar in your field. Um, when you're creating things, like there's this idea of like universal by design. Um, so it has its own issues because it, you know, it's like what is the universal? Right. It's not always like attending to uh specific disabilities, but like the general idea is that, you know, everyone should be able to access it. And a lot of times, um, you know, even in teaching, like one of the ways to learn about, uh, universal design is looking at, um, again, not that they do it well, but like public planning. So like the, the typical example is like, uh, sidewalk ramps, like from the street up to the the sidewalk, instead of having like a step, it's like a slight ramp so that if you're in a wheelchair, you could wheel up instead of having to walk up the steps, you know, it's just like simple things like that. And, it's not surprising that the video game industry, like, you know, something we've talked about before, like the most neoliberal industry and like, uh, has like come up, uh, with the rise of neoliberalism in America and that, you know, the business model surrounding it. So it's not entirely surprising. Um, I'm kind of more surprised that like in the indie space, it's not something, and it could be something that's talked about uh, and that I'm just not aware of, but like, that's where I would think these, these conversations would be happening more. And, you know, Again, not the universal by design is perfect or anywhere close to it, but at least is like a starting point of, you know, getting the idea in these video games that they should be accessible to anyone. It should be like you said, Ben settings that you could change. It's not universal, meaning like it's forced upon everyone. You could still play Dark Souls on the hardest level you want. But, you know, if you are someone that is hearing impaired or visually impaired, like you still could fucking play the game as it's meant to be without the sack, you know, without being sacrificed the gameplay or, you know, the, uh, the, the art of the game, because from its inception, it is made, you know, in a way that everyone is going to be able to access it. It's not an afterthought. And I think that a lot of like the discourse of like, you're going to ruin the art or things like that is people thinking of these designs as afterthoughts rather than, you know, from the get go, this is what we are trying to do.
0: Particularly with the neoliberal model. I don't know how, you know, again, it's like, they have not like in essence co-opted accessibility because it's in their best interest. Get the game into as many fucking hands as possible.
1: Yeah. More money. I, and, and it an wouldn't audience. surprise me if like that's soon to come, because like you're right. Like, ha- how are you not? How is woke capitalism not taking over? Yeah. You know, it, it, it's the, I think it's coming. And, you know, it, the cynic in me sees a lot of the like labor organizing like that. Things like that, like these small gestures are going to be the response of uh the of the developers to like consumers like uh you know we're hiring more diverse and because we're hiring more diverse like you know our games are going to be more accessible but they're still going to be fucking shitty to their employees Mm -hmm. and you know this that and the other thing so
2: yeah and i mean the other thing there is like you got people like bobby kotick who's who are running these companies and i don't think bobby's ever once thought about making something more accessible necessarily from this perspective
1: um you think from the monetary perspective he might
2: yeah maybe i don't know they they
1: i think it's interesting though that
2: like you bring up a point that like a lot of these things are just literally options just to be turned on or off that don't even like i don't think we're talking about impacting gameplay like it's not it's not about i think that's important of like where
1: you're making the decision and i think that's where like a lot of people are thinking that like these are going to be afterthoughts and that is why they're right. going to ruin the game rather than them being like at the forefront yeah, of the there, design. They're designing certain, it in a way.
0: You know, if you like, you know, are actually like like I don't have the technical expertise to kn- to know these things but reading enough of actual, you know, accessibility advocates, there are certain things Certain tools, like, say, an example is given for, like, waypoint finding and travel. And, you know, the, the simple bit of traveling must be a fundamental building block from the earliest stage of development. You know, it's like you cannot, it's not something you can just kind of, you know, staple
1: it's onto. It's backwards design. Yeah. Like, you, you are designing from the end user experience back rather than forward, yeah, which is yeah. the current model. Correct.
2: Right. But, again, I still think, like, these things are largely... They don't change gameplay. Like you can introduce these settings, with and you're not changing gameplay. You're just making it so that people are able to play the game. Like it's not, I, I, it's not asking from software to take hit points off of the bosses. It like it, that's that would be changing gameplay. Like that's different than making things accessible.
0: Yeah, people wanna people wanna you know face and overcome the challenge. You know on terms that, uh, you know, allow them to do so.
1: Well, and that's why, like, I agree with you, Rick. I just, uh, I think my point was like the discourse around it is like people thinking in this way that anything that is done after the fact is going to have a significant impact on gameplay which it won't i but- just
2: don't even like
1: yeah if that's the case i don't
2: understand that thought process like that would mean everything post post-release would somehow could somehow mess up gameplay like generally enhancements are what come out after gameplay
1: yeah and so i guess like my uh point is that just like changing that narrative and like having the focus you know even advocating for accessibility have it having the focus be on the accessibility should start from the beginning rather than being an afterthought is like, then you get rid of the argument completely that it's going to change the gameplay. Cause it can't, because if it's starting from the beginning, like that is what the gameplay is like meant to be, you know, you're designing it to uh, be, you know, actually accessible to all these different types of users rather than having like a souls player in mind uh designing the game for them and then anything afterwards you know reddit's gonna have a fucking shit storm i
2: think it's the opposite i think the people's reactions that are negative are scared that that's what's going to happen and then they're not going to get the game they're expecting
0: so oh that they're going to build this game from the ground up uh, on you know and make it easier from, yeah, you know, It'd be a baby
1: game. Yeah, it's like exactly. That. It's like oh, that's things, like they're things that make it—they're
2: it 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 it... gonna make this a baby game. It's not the game I want. Yeah, it's like oh, that's it's like, like yeah, the
1: changing you... the different settings. Like it's not again, like it's not universal. Meaning that like it's one way for everyone. It's just like universal and that everyone can access it.
2: Yeah, um, yeah I think so... that's what that would be good.
0: It's not something that, again, for, uh, from software is is not a, nah. you know, a singularly guilty party in any sense that does not absolve them, however, of, you know, again, some uh, the failure to have some pretty simple stuff. This is a societal
2: issue. Like right. even it, this isn't even an industry specific problem. This is this is an everything right. problem. Like, think about the fact that, like, how does someone in a wheelchair get out of a burning high rise? Like that person's essentially doomed they
1: yeah. New York City you know was supposed to they got sued and was supposed to put elevators at every single yeah. uh every single subway station but they didn't because it's actually they found it'd be cheaper to just give those people Set, in yeah, a wheelchair settle rides. All a lot law- like, and settle you know, they lawsuits. just get free taxi rides or like yeah, get, rides, rides or whatever. rides yeah because it's cheaper that way and so it's probably easier to settle lawsuits from disability yeah. advocates, you know, at from software or whatever gaming, you know, it's just in their litigation budget. They don't want to fucking change their design processes.
0: All right. So there's still like a, a, a lot of other stuff that, you know, happened over the last couple of weeks. But, you know, much like, you know, the episode itself, it, uh, you know, everything is getting, uh, you know, taken over by Elden Ring. That's all anybody's is talking about. I guess we can it's fine uh you know either do a quick rapid fire yeah quick rapid fire bit the uh you know we we talked last week uh or last episode about you know nintendo saying like you about classic games the only way you can get them is you know paywalled behind our shitty uh subscription streaming service Sony's doing the same fucking thing with their their Spartacus project and it's gonna cost you sixteen dollars to do so and you don't even get uh full access to day one games like you do on fucking game pass which is the whole right thing that they're trying to rival uh against and uh yeah you just get some shitty free trial
3: period like ea play do the thing is sucks. i think they yeah. realize they don't need to give their games first
0: i mean for me it's like well i'm just like why the fuck would i uh, i mean basically any sony game that i have any interest in playing you know i i basically know from the get-go whether whether yeah. i'm interested that, i that's need that that's what they trial.
3: I'm pretty sure that's what they're going off of. They're basically giving that as like, "Oh, if you don't know yet, here's a trial, you know, so just, you can test it."
0: No, they're just. I think they're just, you know, uh, you know, shooting themselves in the foot from the get go. It's just like this is like this is meant to compete
3: with Game Pass. No way. I mean, I like that it adds the the classic content. I'm yeah,
2: like that's the only part I care about. That's what I was gonna say. The one thing that this does do from a Sony perspective is finally allow the somewhat somewhat backwards compatibility that they never gave us so you know there were ps2 great ps2 games that you can't play anymore yeah, this, will,
3: this will give you access to so, ps1 ps2 sir,
2: ps3 games like there is that benefit but yeah ultimately as we've said streaming service stuff sucks this is a continuation of that and i hate mine
1: go up
0: all right we we the other thing we were we were potentially going to talk about is the huge list of all the upcoming uh video game adaptations you know movies and, <laughs> and tv shows and all that shit but there's so much there that's and that's oh, the whole point just we, need like, a whole, we need a whole episode yeah, on yeah yeah shit like, yeah, like maybe that will maybe that could be a deep dive we do game ip is uh, just is as hot as ever yeah. it doesn't
1: doesn't matter if it uh I, you know if, they, if they're IP.
0: if they're fucking dog shit they're still making money well, the, 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 and it
1: makes sense we we ran out of comic book character, right. the, So, you know we ran out of literature Can't, i mean not really. They're still what doing are video Harry games, Potter, but, but literature
3: in playable form. Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's the next evolution. Like we knew it was bound to happen.
2: And like I just think, wait just wait until
1: we get movies based on movies.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's already happening. But yeah. we we also uh, look at look at the Ghostbusters reboot. That's a movie based on a movie. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing, room. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Um, the the thing that I think is is funny. Well, I mean, essentially it's, it makes sense. Yeah. You have seen, uh, you know, movies and books drive IP drive video games and now video game industry has become so big that the IP from video games are going to start driving, you know, books and movies. And that's just kind of how it works. It's the biggest, we talked about it. It's the big, biggest entertainment industry there is globally. Um, it would only make sense that that IP starts to dominate all the other industries. Yeah, if,
0: if Horizon Forbidden West sells another twenty million copies, there's no way they're not gonna adapt that. No. There's no okay, way you know,
3: Hor- Horizon absolutely is gonna there's no way like keep selling as the PS5 sells because that's gonna be one of those games that when you get a PS5, you get Horizon. You know, that's gonna be one of those like pinnacle games you get.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
3: And then it's gonna come to PC in like a year or two, and it'll sell like hotcakes on PC from all the people who said they'll wait till it comes to PC.
1: Or just couldn't get a, a, PS5. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't get a PS5. I mean, I'm
3: assuming in two years people will be able to get their hands on PS5s. Big assumption. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You have a lot more faith
0: than I do, and yeah. uh, you, know, you have a lot more faith in in in, in our in our, in our pres in our president President Brandon getting the uh, slide. Yes. President. Fly president from, Trump uh, 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 back under control. Yeah. You know, I gotta say, I'm excited for the absolute shit show that's gonna be whatever is gonna become of the Assassin's Creed TV show.
1: I'm so excited. Oh, I'm God. so fucking excited. The, I'm glad that they the looked Michael at the movie Fassbender. with Michael Fassbender and said,
3: yes. More, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. more, Exactly. Please. exactly. More, exactly.
1: Please. Uh, <sighs> I've only watched that movie like maybe once and it was like on FX. So I been watching it in parts. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I believe
3: I watched it because it was Michael Fassbender yeah. and I was like, he yeah. can't be bad, right? No, exactly.
0: Me, me as like, you know, like a actual like you know uh devoted uh adhering to the franchise Creed head yeah like uh <laughs> you know just found that movie completely Me as an complete, intellectual
3: completely inscrutable like it, <sighs> so bad it was ridiculous look I'm, at the animus what have you done so you my couldn't boy? even
0: tell who the templars were you're like you had no idea who and that's moving. the whole is that's that's
1: the the so assassins versus templars no matter what time period it is
2: I have not seen it. That's hilarious.
1: Go watch it. Yeah, it was so You'll bad. Watch it.
3: <laughs> if you're That's... if you're gonna watch video game movies, you gotta watch the Doom from like
2: 2003 Ooh, with the Rock. Yeah. Yes. yeah, classic. Or just Mario Bros.
1: from if, the 80s. If we
0: get some, if we get some, some love from uh, from some listeners, you know, write us some reviews. Go over to our Patreon. Actually, you know, you know, support us materially. Us. Maybe we'll do we'll, we'll do some, you know, extra bonus content where we review video game movies. You never know. Maybe. Yeah. But, all right. Yeah. Any any other plugs before we we wrap off? We, or we well, uh, one last thing. Up?
1: If we if we have time, hold on, If we have time. I just want to bring it up and we could just like quick, you know, give it a two minute or but the the artists and uh PC builds, you know, that whole debacle, you know, I don't know if people have been following that. It with, might be uh, a little,
0: it might be a little niche. So go ahead and, and give us a little detail.
1: Yeah. So the artesian builds, they did like a live stream. They're like a, a you know, a computer building company, like a pretty small one. They they stream on Twitch and like do giveaways and they have partner programs which are fucking terrible. You get like a hundred dollars off a PC if you're like sponsored by them, um, and you're like you need to advertise for them by you know putting a fucking. And their PCs are garbage, by the yeah, way. Their PCs They're put are Put together, horrible so uh you like you know you put your artisan builds you know fucking logo on your stream you have to shill for them and like all they do is give you like a hundred dollars off here's a nice like yeah it's a fucking coupon um here's a free
3: ssd and it's some like fucking vaporware (laughs) piece of shit
1: i was listening to uh lucid fox's stream uh earlier this week when this was breaking and he was, he showed DMS that he had between artisan and how he was like pushing back. And, you know, they went from giving him like the shitty salesperson to like the manager. And you know, it went from like a hundred dollars to like fucking $300. And he was like, go fuck yourself. You know? <laughs> um, and like, you know, he's a, you know, a medium size, like relatively, you know, big streamer. And so he was like, no, fuck you. Um, but so they had a raffle w- like within their partner program of uh, people that went like, win a PC. And the person that won the raffle was a, a relatively small streamer. It so- was for Twitch affiliates, by the way. That was the... Oh, it was just Twitch. Affi- I yeah. thought it was like yeah. their. That's where sure it was. A small I'm pretty sure Twitch it was, affiliate sure it was like their that. affiliate program. Yeah, it was Is their it? affiliate program, not, not the, Twitch the Twitch one, but like the Artisan affiliate program. So the people that were like advertising, because they give it to anyone, because like who, what what the fuck do they care a hundred dollars on something that they're already marking up at least fifty percent, and then they're getting all this free advertising from you know hundreds of different streamers by just having the fucking name uh on the on their their uh their stream so they pull this small streamer's name and then so the ceo is going through the fucking her like stats and is like oh no she's too small we can't give this to her so fucking blew up uh on twitter and everything um other uh computer companies ended up giving her a free uh computer no strings attached There was a much better built computer i think it might have even been a cooler master had done it's it for called her. the easiest
3: marketing you can ever do exactly you wake um, up you see it first you build a computer ship it out before someone else does boom. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and and she got a much you know much better computer than fucking Artesian builds. Yeah, know, what I saw the Artesian happy
0: Artesian people after you know the story started to gain traction, they started to be like, oh no, we'll send we'll send it to you. And she told them the and fuck she off. said no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: that was my favorite. She's like, no fuck no. But that even um,
2: took them. It that even took them. Yes, they several had days, right? Yeah, several days. Apologized before they apologized. and didn't say anything about giving her shit. And yeah. then well, later, I, th- I think they. That, they said they would give her something.
1: I think I they think. only said that they were going to give her something because of uh, the other company that did give her, you know, yeah, I something. Think so, so it was like a way to save, save face. and they ended up not even having to shell out the computer. Cause she said, go fuck yourself. Um, but the latest news that came out yesterday, which I think is just, it's like the icing on the cake is this art artesian builds has folded as a company because the CEO uh, was just, uh, you know, uh, indicted is not the word, but uh, charged with uh, with tax evasion. So the whole company is now gone. Um, this is something that's probably been in the works. Of, yeah, how, I was reading since like how maybe that, November. How
0: is that company not just, you know, a cardboard cutout this whole time?
1: I mean, it, that's literally what it was, and you know, they didn't file, uh, you know, for their licenses to build the PCs in California in like November. All this other stuff. So, bad look you
0: know, for Intel, the the you know who was sponsoring that the video and the build in question.
1: Real well, and bad look for that. was like part them. of the part of the uh, you know Hoag Law, uh, who's a, a YouTube creator that does good reporting on uh, you know video games and the law was going through it and it was unclear who was sponsoring the specific raffle at first, whether it was Intel or artesian builds. And uh, Intel was like, I guess, sponsoring it in a way, but the the sweepstakes or whatever was uh, through artesian builds. So like they're on the hook for, you know, the fault potential false advertising and like fraud and, and whatever uh, could it's potentially come out of that. Yeah. yeah. Just, just a little bit, uh, but you know, and the, the tax evasion has nothing to do with this specific incident, other than the fact that it came out in the same week, and it was just like you know the the straw that broke the camel's back. We, we
0: love to see the instant karma here.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was just you know universal karma. Um, so I guess you know lesson learned: don't be a fucking asshole, or and and fuck with the government's money because they will come after you.
0: Yeah. not Don't. The yeah, you can't
1: don't, do. don't do fraud, yeah. folks
0: yeah all right so uh plugs come check us out every week uh we stream at uh we stream on twitch at campaign underscore comrades come check us out follow us at uh on twitter at at camp Pod. best place to you know find out when new episodes are coming out or when we're streaming we probably or...
3: put like a schedule out on social media or something for the one on like, twitch. streams when there is yeah, one on. i put twi- it up on twitch yeah it's
0: it's uh actually yeah i haven't looked at it yet but yeah go check it out folks um it's there yeah but uh yeah till next time well say we're gonna we're gonna be uh just you know keep plugging along at those open worlds we'll see when 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 we resurface
2: maybe we'll be shiny by then no i will forever remain tarnished In
0: in maybe ma- yeah, so maybe you will yeah. find some maidens yeah maybe after all all right
1: but don't get syphilis yeah
0: to the all to all the other maidenless comrades out there you know solidarity hold strong <laughs>
2: godspeed yeah. bye bye